Welcome to the Pharmacy Podcast Show. You are listening to the first and only podcast dedicated to the business of pharmacy. Hear from independent pharmacy owners, leading entrepreneurs, political strategists, healthcare technology trends, career coaching, interviews about our pharmacy industry, and more. Be sure to subscribe to the show via iTunes and leave us a voice comment from our contact section on the website. You can find all of our episodes at pharmacypodcast.com. Hi, this is Bill Holmes, CEO of RxSafe in San Diego. You're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast. Hey, and now for the interview portion of the show. You know, I am a tech nerd, uh, love pharmacy, love marketing. feel like I'm one of the biggest fans for pharmacy owners. I don't know if a show can get any better for me than to have a third-generation pharmacy owner, a rock star, well-known uh, pharmacy software technologist, and a president CEO of a pharmacy automation team all on the show at the same time. Um, my sugar levels are up. I'm all excited, so I'm going to get started. We have Mr. Jeff Key, um, who leads the Pioneer RX uh, team. Uh, software uh, services and um, management technologies. We have uh, Mr. Bill Holmes, the CEO of RxSafe, and we have Stephen Boatwright, third-generation pharmacy owner in Mil- Millington, Tennessee. Welcome to the Pharmacy Podcast. Thank you. Thank you. So I'm going to start out with Mr. Stephen Boatwright. Um, so glad that you could make uh, the show and talk with the the four of us. So tell us, um, tell us about your pharmacy, about uh, kind of how you got into the business. Obviously, you have deep roots in it uh, as a third generation owner. And um, tell us kind of your pain points back in the day when you just didn't have the right combination of pharmacy uh, systems and technology in place. Well, we've been in business since 1957. Um, I literally grew up in a drugstore, been able to see the... um, Evolution of pharmacy over the years, the good and the bad. What well, was here when we didn't have any technology. I can remember typing on the typewriter. I can remember sending uh, insurance claims by hand and through the mail. Um, so we've come a long way since then. Uh, I've come from a family of pharmacies, two sisters, two brother-in-laws, numerous cousins. Um, so we're a whole family of pharmacy. We're a typical independent. We do a pretty good high volume. Uh, we're, we pride ourselves on customer service, um, but at the same time, we try to, in this day and age, we try to keep up with technology, whether it's automation or, or pharmacy software. So yeah, you think about it, your grandfather, in, in starting the business, he just didn't have um, the, the same setting that, of course, you do today. Um, you, you have that reimbursement issues, you have payment changes on the fly, you have PBMs who um, undercut without you even knowing it, and you know, 300 prescriptions a day 20 years ago is a lot different than 600 prescriptions a day um, in today's environment. So um, tell us how and what you were thinking when you're making the, the evolution from uh, one system, and it, it doesn't have to even be technology, it might be workflow might be the way you design things but tell us about that transition of when you came to a decision point where you're like you know wow something has to change so that we can continue to make it well I mean I can remember our first pharmacy computer years ago 
and we had the same pharmacy software for who never changed and uh, they just uh, they weren't giving us what we needed they weren't being very innovative we couldn't get anything done that we needed on our end so that's when we started looking around at different uh, software companies um, anyway looked at several of them narrowed it down and, and Pioneer was the way to go for us and uh, we haven't looked back it's been a great uh, transition easy transition a lot more less painful than I thought and um, it, they've been great I mean it's been what we were looking for so that's a good transition mr. Jeff key I can't tell you I'm I'm excited that you're that you're on the show um, been after you to be on the show for some time anyhow you're so well known in the independent pharmacy space because of your passion I think more than anything um, that trickles down through your entire organization. Um, what is it from your perspective that um, you, you've seen so many pharmacist owners go through uh, the transition from one system to another or no system to another in making some decisions about uh, improvements to their business and operations? What is it about today's landscape that's so much more important to have the right combination in the right setting than what it was 20, 30 years ago? Well, the, the simple thing of, is of how companies change. Companies to, to stay in business have to be, they're not going to be doing less tomorrow than they were doing yesterday. Not going to wake up and say, hey, let's cut some of these things out and, and that's how we're going to grow our business. Companies are going to grow their business by doing more things, doing the things that they do smarter, and by doing the things that they do better for their customers. So their customers want those products. All those things, uh, you, you know, talk about how a company does those kind of things. They do those through technology. Yeah, and, and uh, we don't even have to be in pharmacy to understand that. You can see that in so many levels of why certain industries have kind of uh, been either transformed and went along with that transformation or have been snuffed out in the community. And um, I hate seeing that happen and, and you know I remember in my own days there was a small hardware store that was really a staple of the community and uh, it went to the wayside because there was you know there wasn't any innovation in how they were procuring product there wasn't any innovation in how um, they were choosing um, a specific uh, wholesale organization or something so uh, and of course, technology. There was no such thing as electronic cash register. Um, but that guy was around for 45 years. Um, Bill, in running a major corporation focused on pharmacy automation, um, what is it from your perspective when you're trying to uh, run your own company, grow your own company, what are you looking out for um, to kind of give a heads up to those pharmacy owners? What's the first indicator to you to communicate to the pharmacy owners that, hey guys, it's time for automation. Well, I think you uh, said it very well and Jeff uh, amplified it. The, uh, the world we're in, in pharmacy, is changing. It's changing because of reimbursement. It's changing because of the cost of generics. It's changing uh, because of the behavior of wholesalers. It's changing on reimbursement. It's changing uh, because of uh, the the uh, Obamacare, um, this uncertainty can only lead to one thing, and that is that for, for pharmacies to survive, they have to become more efficient. And if you, uh, if you look at the leaders in this industry, and many of them uh, uh, 
take advantage of the information and services from organizations like uh, PDS, they'll tell you that they need to consistently learn more about the industry and those factors that affect their business. But beyond, beyond everything else, they have to have a very efficient and very effective host pharmacy management software system, uh, as you described here with Pioneer. And they also have to have automation that does more than just fill vials part of the day. Well, we looked at this um, challenge on behalf of the industry, and I took advantage of my experience going back to the early days at Pixis and then OmniCell and other uh, environments where these factors are, are rapidly changing. And just, just challenged our organization by saying, what can we do to provide extraordinary customer service, consultation, guidance, and direction to help our customers succeed and, and even excel in a very challenging environment? All right, Stephen, there's so much out there happening from a technology perspective. Um, how do you choose uh, a system? How do you look at the landscape of the availability technology that's out there? And, um, and make a decision as to which automation system is right for your organization? Well, we've pretty much had all of them over the years. We started out with the basic counting cells uh, in the early days. We, we've had the first generation robots. We have a vial filling robot right now. What, what helped us with the RX safe for me to start looking at that, we've had some internal theft on some controls, and I was just looking for some way to obtain that. And once I saw the RX safe, I knew that was pretty much a lot of my answers to a lot of my problems. So that's why we elected to go with the RX safe. It sits right beside the biofilling robot, and it's, the biofilling robot still does its job, does a good job. But I would have to say, if I had to pick the two, it would be the RX safe. Jeff, it amazes me how Pioneer is keeping up with specific integrations, but. What, you know, someone who has to look at so many different facets of running your own business and then obviously putting your customers first and their needs first in order to stay successful, what, how are you doing this? How are you managing to make sure that the Pioneer RX system is truly communicating, uh, whether that be one directional or bi-directional with the pharmacy management, a pharmacy packaging automation system, and how are you determining you know, what system to work with and what makes it easy to work with them and what makes it uh, uh, better for the customer environment for implementation. Just share with us as a technologist, someone who is just soaking in it, um, how that all works together. Give us some behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, I, I would I would love to say that, uh, hey, we're awesome at it and we're, we're perfect at it and, and this is our formula of it. But um, I, I can't say that, Todd. What, what, what I can say is that we think that's a goal, so we put our effort into it. I can say that, you know, me as the, as the head of a company, I'm out there, you know, 10 nights a month. Uh, not too many months ago, I was out with Bill at a location looking at some of the stuff he has. We have a lot of smart customers. We're lucky to have who are on Pioneer who really know the market, know what's going on, know what's best for them. And we listen to them. And because of that, we, we listen to what products they want and, and, and what products work for them. And we integrate those things in the system. Fortunately, we, we wrote a system from scratch, which has given us some agility in doing that. So because we have the modern technology, it makes it a little easier to connect with, with some of these uh, equipment and things that are more modern. 
but um, we it's something we, we care about passionately and attack every day the best way we can. So that's kind of that consultative approach, and, and the only way to really execute that um, more so than it just being a buzzword is customizing that approach um, for, that, for that customer, whether that be a, a one-store or whether that be a 30-store organization, and also their care setting. I mean, uh, Stephen, you know this better than anybody. Um, you know, to be a community retail pharmacy and only a community retail pharmacy without having uh, snippets of other layers of business in there, whether that be a little bit of senior care, a little bit of compounding, a little bit of uh, um, diabetes care, um, maybe some specialty. Um, if, if there's not a mixed opportunity, then what the patient doesn't understand, what your customer probably doesn't understand behind the scenes is that there's facets of what they may need in their health care that they're going to reach out to somebody to get it. And then unfortunately, you'll, you'll lose that customer. So having those technology powerhouses behind you so that that's a piece of the business that you don't have to worry about. Um, Stephen, just tell me as a pharmacy owner, uh, you know, what, what, what's that like to be in, involved with right technologies versus having to guess? Well, like you said, we are, uh, the technology helps us get away from behind the counter. We're, we're doing a lot more um, active patient uh, medication therapy managements, immunizations, uh, a lot more clinical services. Uh, with our patients, so it gets up. Uh, the technology helps get us behind the counter uh, to deal with our patients more. So our staff can do a lot of the uh, the actual filling and, and entering of the prescriptions. So uh, that's that's the biggest thing. So you know, one of the things just and I hang around Bill quite a bit, but but really, you know, Steve's saying this solved my control problem, right? This is a really good place for my controls. Controls are one of those things that the counts have to be right. That was an aha moment for me. I hadn't really thought about that. I haven't really thought about that, hey, the, the safe is really, really good for somebody who's having a problem with controls. And now I'll be thinking about that differently and how that applies to the software. And when somebody says, hey, they're having a problem with controls, you have another avenue to help them out. So, so already today, just listening to Steve talk on the phone has, has helped me do a better job at that. That's great. If I could jump in, Todd, uh, carrying on with Jeff's uh, thought there, uh, the Mayo Clinic approached us uh, over two years ago, now almost three years ago, with uh, you know interest in what, what our customers tell us are the four most important things about RxSafe and how it amplifies and, and provides better value in the host uh, pharmacy management system like Pioneer. Um, those four things are very simple, speed and accuracy. Uh, a single technician can fill over 100 scripts an hour. Uh, we know speed doesn't do any good unless you have accuracy to go with it. Uh, space savings. So, you know, uh, Stephen talked about uh, those extra services, senior care, compounding diabetes, um, uh, MTM services. You need room in your pharmacy to do that, and you need labor to help you manage it. So the RxSafe system combined with the, the uh, elegant connectivity to the Pioneer system allows for uh, higher speed, therefore redeployment of labor and space savings to make room for those other services to take place inside the pharmacy, including, if you want, a, you know, a secure private area for immunization. And then NARC security. Uh, Mayo Clinic in particular has a huge uh, problem 
in their Mary Bry outpatient pharmacy. They have 30,000 employees in the Rochester, Minnesota area in their main campus. They service all of their employee pharmacy needs as well as the outpatient and community surrounding them. So the volume is huge. It's a 724 pharmacy. They're doing over 800 prescriptions a day. And with all that activity, um, they were very concerned about making sure narcotics were uh, carefully controlled. And we have provided that, uh, that advantage for Mayo Clinic. And on the basis of that success, we're now deploying in several other locations, Phoenix and a couple of sites and, and also a couple of additional sites in, in the Rochester, Minnesota area. Uh, inventory control is extremely important. And Pioneer does a nice job with managing inventory uh, within its uh, parameters, but no, no inventory system works very well unless you have a good understanding and an accurate on-hand inventory. So the benefit of our two systems working together, and this is, uh, I'll use the word, this is where Jeff and I pioneered you know, this industry by getting that uh, inventory information from the RxA, which is accurate to the pill. Uh, up front in the pharmacy management system so that on the basis of knowing what you have, you can make much better decisions about what you should have for on-hand inventory and know what the next day will be. We very typically see our pharmacy owners, and Stephen, I'm not sure about your, your um, outcome here, but you might want to chime in on it, but we see pharmacies uh, reducing their on-hand inventory dollars by a hundred dollars to $200,000, and your inventory is your most valuable possession component of running a pharmacy and, and the C2s of how sensitive that is with reporting, how your, your wholesalers super touchy about it, how they're, um, you know, wanting double and triple audits and some things. Uh, you know, Stephen, what, between that RX safe system and the Pioneer RX system, what kind of supportive reporting are you getting in order to really track and, and, and keep your thumb on, on narcotics and, every facet of the business, uh, in the inventory, coming out of inventory, prescribed and follow-up. Uh, share with our listeners a little bit about that. Well, as far as inventory management, um, when you have a perpetual inventory, um, I mean, you see everything, you know, what you have right then. There's, there's no um, having to do a physical count. I mean, we, we, have, an old, we have a system to where we, you know, we have our inventory set, but you're always doing sections to keep your inventory correct of physical counts. But you have that in the computer. I can look on my Pioneer software and tell you exactly how many tablets I have of, of any any drug on the shelf and any brand on the shelf. Um, I can do a report from my RX Safe and tell you exactly my my, my pill count on my controlled drugs. Um, so it's all right there. Um, you know, inventory management. It's always been important, but over the last few years, when I've really tried to get a grasp on it, it's when the price increases, especially your generic drugs, have gone up an incredible amount over the last few years. So it's, you know, when you have an abundance of inventory, I think of it as cash sitting on my shelf. At the same time, if you don't have enough inventory, um, people get mad when you, don't have, when you have outs and you have to owe them pills. So you have to find that sweet spot in the middle, and, and we're almost there. I can't say we're there. We're almost there. We're getting there. But the way we do with our, our drugs coming in, especially with the RX safe, our controls, of course, we check them in. We put them in the RX safe. Um, and there's accountability. The key is accountability. Everything, everything's biometrically signed in. Um, you know exactly who handled the bottle of medicine. If there's a discrepancy, you know what they did with that discrepancy. 
So there's a track uh, tracking system there also. Um, and and when, we in, when we inventory our medication in the morning when it comes in, we put it in the safe, we actually do a printout so you can tell that everything that came in got put into the safe. So that's another level of accountability that we have. Jeff, I know you're a, a, a data guy, obviously. Um, what, when it comes to automation, and you can see, um, obviously, what's happening in the pharmacy uh, today. Um, you can see 30-day fills out. You can say 60-day fills out, 90-day fills out. In that realm of, of, of automation at the level of what RxSafe brings to the table and the intelligence of, uh, of, the, of the pharmacy system, uh, Pioneer Rx. What are you guys doing with big data to give reporting metrics back to pharmacy owners to really have vision for uh, possibly longer than 90 days out with regards to what type of inventory they're going to need, um, kind of predicting uh, what's going to be happening uh, to their, you know, to their customers in, under specific uh, whatever it is, disease states, I suppose. But just share with us uh, some of the vision of of what big data is going to do to the pharmacy industry? Yeah, I mean, there's all kinds of things that that data is going to do. I don't know. You're going to do some to it. As, as generics get cheaper and cheaper, you're going to see people buying stuff longer and longer term, not getting stuff overnight, you know, not getting the stuff next day, which is going to reduce their costs. Now, one of the biggest effects on inventory is probably going to be in the other direction, though, as patient synchronization, med synchronizations becomes a bigger and a bigger deal, you know, our push is that 50% of a patient's scripts are via MedSync. So if you can imagine if half of your inventory, half your prescriptions going out are on synchronization and you know about them in a March, now if you're doing perpetual inventory, you can order just in time. You data interim that night, your stock gets ordered. And the next day, you you um, you send it to the robot, or you uh, print out the labels and fill it. And now that big big cost, that thing of missing drugs or whatever like that, all of that's gone. That's incredible. It's being proactive. It's what the pharmacist has to do, and foreseeing what the customer is going to need too. So it rolls right back to the patient. Um, Stephen, what do you uh, what what advice can you give to a pharmacy owner listening to the show today, um, kind of out there searching for the right balance of technology, value, cost, and um, and really delivering what a patient needs? Well, you have to look at like you said all all of those things. Um, you have to look at your individual setting. Um, like Jeff said, RX Sync is is just it, it's here. And it's going to be here whether they any pharmacist wants it or not. We're increasing our synchronized patients uh, big volumes every week, um, and that's really going to affect the workflow. So you have to look at that as far as your technology. Um, there are going to be days you're going to fill your arc sync patients. You're going to fill a tremendous amount of prescriptions, and you're going to free your other days up to to get out and and call on doctors and, and promote your business and do your patient interactions uh, with the clinical services that we talked about previously. So all those things considered, um, you really got to look at how much that's going to play in, the, in your practice. So Bill, as we're wrapping up the interview, um, I've been very fortunate to run into the RxSafe team at a couple different conferences and 
connecting with Brian and yourself and um, just feel that uh, that there's a lot that you guys can offer and bring to the table. I'm very interested in learning more. I know we're having you back for a couple more interviews, which I very much appreciate that you've uh, dedicated the, the time and resources in doing that. But just uh, as a last word to our listeners, uh, what more can you uh, can you kind of give us uh, about the RX Safe in, in, in organization, uh, about technology coming? Um, basically, a summary today. So, Todd, that's uh, that's a great lead in here. I, I know that uh, both Jeff and Stephen would agree with me that that uh, the reason we're spending this time with you and, and trying to get this message out is because we, above all else, believe in the independently owned retail pharmacy and pharmacist. Uh, I think uh, I could speak for all of us by saying that the community is very well served by these uh, entrepreneurs that, that take the, the very difficult task of, of getting up every day and, and trying to fill prescriptions accurately and provide the services that are so desperately needed by patients. Uh, chains just don't come to that task with the same idea, the same focus, and the same effectiveness. So we're here uh, really pushing and promoting the ideas that you talked about today. Um, you know, a couple things that, that I would add is that, that uh, you know, with, with regard to the RX Safe technology, um, and I have a big sign that we take to trade shows, we're not a vial-filling robot. And lots of folks walk by our booth and think, oh, I just... I don't need to stop. I've already got a, a vial filler. I've already got automation of some kind. But we've really thought this through and taken it uh, as a next generation approach to providing value and, and services and particularly a, a return on investment. I'm very sensitive uh, in this environment in, in the cost uh, of, of acquiring this technology that you get a real value for it. We focus very heavily on consultative customer service. There, there are no limits that we won't go to to have happy customers. And, um, you know, with that in mind, I just want to thank you for uh, providing this vehicle, and we're looking forward to uh, another one. So, gentlemen, I thank you so much uh, for being on the Pharmacy Podcast today. Like I said, it was, a, it was an absolute treat for me to have a pharmacy owner, a leader in the industry from the pharmacy management software um, sector, and then uh, pharmacy automation leadership. So thank you guys so much for being on the show. Yep, thank you for having us. Very welcome. You're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast. We were on with Mr. Jeff Key, leadership with the Pioneer RX team, Mr. Bill Holmes, CEO of RX Safe, and Stephen Boatwright, who is with Boatwright Pharmacy in Millington, Tennessee. And we thank you for listening to the Pharmacy Podcast. We hope you enjoyed another episode of the Pharmacy Podcast Show. Be sure to subscribe to the show and send us a voice message with your ideas and comments from our contact section on the website. Did you know we develop digital health content to assist with business development and marketing efforts? Learn how we can help you drive more patients, physicians, and targeted leads to your website. Contact us today at pharmacypodcast.com.